Funny how. back chuckleheads this is part two with coach justin thomas uh head baseball coach at bethany college uh where we left off last was oh before i uh applied for the, the job here so once i once i uh was informed about the position i was informed by two different people before i even saw it myself so i was told by a former teammate of mine in college, he uh, he sent me a message. He texted me and said, hey, man, I think that, uh, I heard that the Bethany head coaching job is going to open up. And then I was also informed by a friend of mine who I met while working and using facilities at the YMCA mm-hmm. who went to school and played here. So he texted me, I think maybe the day after or same day, about the position. And I'm like, man, I, I haven't even seen it being posted. And now you're... So, so now you're... People. So I ended up applying, and one of the toughest things about applying for a new job, especially a young, young up-and-coming coach, is waiting to hear back. So one of the things that helped me with that was I was preparing for a fall game against a Division II opponent. And as I said before, we ended up winning the game on a Saturday. And then Wednesday, I get a, I get a Facebook message from a young man from my hometown who came to play baseball here and that I completely forgot that he was going to school here. Completely forgot. So when I saw the Facebook message and I saw his name and I said, why? I was like, why is he, why is he messaging me? <laughs> so I read it and I'm like, oh yeah, he is there. And after that, I go to my Yahoo email, I refresh it and, and I had an email, and I was like, oh, boy, here we go. So I was uh, driving. I was halfway up to um, Virginia, mm-hmm. or Maryland, excuse me. I was driving up to Maryland to coach to do a two-day, two-part uh, instructional baseball camp. So I drove halfway, stayed the night, and then I drove the next finish in the morning. But that evening, I saw the email. I replied to the email, and I was like, wow, this is I'm moving to the next step as far as phone interview. So 
I go back after the weekend. I go back down south, and you know, or the team is still lifting and we're still working and stuff like that because, you know, it's nice to be in the phone interview process, but you don't have the job yet, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're still a coach to these young men. And it would be bad to coach them up and then to stop for a few weeks and then to pick back up. Yeah. And like, Coach, what are you doing? Where, where were you? For... Right. So everything was going. Everything was going. After the phone interview, you know, I get the call back to come to campus. So I drive home, stay home, come here for my job interview. Um, it was on a Friday. When I got here on Friday, I was told that I, I'm one of five. And I was the fourth person to interview. So they said, hey, we got one more next week and then we'll be in touch with you. Before I leave, they said, hey, the person I was interviewing on Monday backed out. So you're the last one. I'm like, all right. So I went from one and one one five to one and four. four. I'm like, all right. So get back down to South Carolina, had practice. Excuse me, before I left, backtrack, before I left, I was told we're going to give you a call Wednesday or Thursday of next week, whether it's yes or no, just to let you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's fine have practice I go back I left my phone in my car I go back to my car I have a missed call from Bethany and I'm like oh I didn't get it I'm thinking they're calling to tell me that they they offered it to somebody else they accepted it I didn't get it mm-hmm. so then they can make their announcement right so I got offered the job <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got offered the job and I was like uh, it was really it was really I mean I was excited you know, but there is definitely mixed emotions because I'm sitting in my car getting offered the job wow. while my players are honking, hey, I'll see you later, coach, leaving leaving the field. So I'm like It's a mix. Man, like, I was I was it was it was tough. You know, again, I was definitely excited, you know, uh, and but it was tough at the same time, you know, so I told my athletic director down there, then I had to uh I told the team and then um, I told him whenever I go home for Thanksgiving, no, I won't. That'll be it. I'll be here. It was probably the beginning of November at this point. I said, hey, I'll be here the next couple of weeks. You know, we still had lifts in the morning and stuff like that. So I, I was still there for that. And then um, I told him, I said, whenever I go home for Thanksgiving break, you know, I, won't, I won't be back. So that was that was different. You know, so I uh, packed up my car, came home and. Um, the Monday after Thanksgiving, I was living back at home in my attic in the third floor. Mm-hmm. But I was, you know, head baseball coach yeah. at Bethany College, so I was making the commute. At, at that point, I was making the commute, and um, then it was Christmas break. Like I said, I was here for about a week of class, and then finals, and then I was able to meet the guys and and stuff like that. And then I went into finals week. Now, can you talk? What was their reaction to you first, like? first experience with this new group of guys what was uh, there? well my first experience was the job interview because one of the parts of the job interview was basically we were in um, Richardson mm-hmm. in the lecture hall so it was all of them and me so I introduced myself you know they introduced themselves went through coaching philosophy talked about the person I am where I'm from how I got to where I am uh, the coach that I am and stuff like that and what they wanted as uh, in regards to their next head coach, which was unique, you know, those guys had a had a big part in the interview process, which I think was was pretty was pretty cool, and um, so that was my first interaction. Okay. And then after that, it was practice. You know, let's get to work. Yeah. So it was really 
it was really one of those things where, you know, things happen fast in life. You know, I was in, you know, October 1st. I was at one place. November 1st, I was getting ready to move. December 1st, I'm starting a job here. You know, I went from living on my own, paying my own rent to living back at home for two months, you know, before I got an apartment around here. So a lot of different things, changing address, all that kind of, for the first time, all that yeah. kind of stuff changes. And and um, it was it was a good experience. You know, it was a good experience. It was nice to be closer to home, closer to family. You know, like I said, I was only an hour away after being 10 hours away for a couple of years. And then... Um, it was a very, it was exciting for sure to get here. And like I said, we got to work in January. You know, it was, I was trying to get an idea. You always try and gauge things without really knowing. So you look at the previous record and there were 13 and 23 the year before I got here. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm sure we have some talent, but, you know, we got to learn how to win, number one. And then at this point, you know, getting hired at, at this time of the year. That hurts recruiting. It, it does a little bit. It hurts recruiting a little bit, but it's more so of, hey, you got to take this time at the beginning to implement things that you're going to, that you want done a certain way. And you have to expect some headbutting because they're not used to it. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't any. You know, the, the guys that I had that year were very open. They were very willing to learn. You know, I, there was no no major issues that, that happened, which was very helpful as far as making the transition. Well, and not um, only that, but I mean, it goes from like you said, a thirteen and twenty three season to the, twenty seven and sixteen, and, and, and runner up in the conference. Yeah, so I think it was a um, it was a good time. You know, it was it was definitely a, a fun season. You know, especially doing it on that short of notice. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Now let's talk a little bit more about the end of the season. There's some things that I would have liked to get to talk to you last year about. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What all? Give us the story on the the, the conference tournament. Yes, yeah, yes. So, <laughs> um, long story short, the there was there was some yelling going on between a coach and our dugout, mm-hmm. and I wasn't aware of it initially, but then as I heard it, it caught my attention, and. He, this person was yelling at the players in our dugout. So I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't going to let him talk to my guys like that. Yeah. If I don't talk to him like that. So that was, that's where I came from. And then what had happened was the, the umpire didn't give a warning or didn't try to separate us. He just said, both of you guys get out. And then that was it. But basically it wasn't so much me going at him. It was more so of hey. It's a defense of the. This is these are my guys. He's got yeah right. So if anybody's going to yell at him, it's going to be me. You know whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, but it's not going to be a, another coach. Yeah. You know so and if you want to if you want to yell at me, you can yell at me all you want. You and I can yell at each other. But all, don't yell at my you're players. You're not going to yell at my players, and that's that's what it was. So as you said at the end of the. At the end of the first segment that we had, it's it's that one Bethany mentality. It's, it's yeah. this is us. It's, right. And I didn't, I mean, that's very true. But my my initial thought process was these guys are 18 to 22. You know, you're, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. If they said something that caught your attention that they shouldn't have said, you could have come to me and said, coach, X, Y, Z. And I was like, all right, thank you for telling me. Because the next, because the winner of that game, coaches in the championship. Yeah. 
nobody wants to not coach in the championship. Exactly. exactly. So that was my initial thing was why would and then once we got thrown out, I didn't think that I would be, you know, I have a service suspension. Mm-hmm. But when I did, I was I told the guys, you know, whenever I found out, I said, hey, look, I'm not going to be able to win a championship with you tomorrow. I'm not going to be able to lose a championship with you tomorrow. Regardless of what happens tomorrow, I won't be able to be in the dugout with you. But I hope you guys understand that I don't talk to you guys this way, you know, and I'm definitely not going to let another coach talk to you guys this way. And then they they completely understood. I mean, I'm sure they I would hope <laughs> I would hope at least that they rather wanted me in the dugout. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that they had a clear understanding that what I did was not about me. Yeah. You know, it wasn't about me. It's just that I was the person that had to had to take the brunt of it. So we get to the fi- the the finals, the 8-1 finish. Yeah. What was the not so much the like so let's we we're going to gra- cuz graduation was actually that day. Right. So earlier they, that day. They, they had to graduate early and then And that's the great picture of them on the on the steps. Awesome. It was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. I think the my favorite taking my favorite part about that is you know, we always talk about student-athlete, student-athlete, student-athlete. What more could a student-athlete do than to graduate college and, and, win a and then go play for a championship well, in the same day? You know, they had their uniforms on under their cap and gown. And that's the that's the greatest picture right. is that they're... And I'm like, hey, if you can't... If, you, if I was going to put student-athlete in a picture... That's or, it. Or a sentence that I would just have to show that and say, look, these guys graduated college at 8.30 in the morning... Went to go play for a championship at one o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, what else could you, as far as student athlete? What else? I mean, that's every it's athlete just, wants to be a champion, and we get our, and, and we come to school, we get our education, and then that day, you know, obviously we fell short on the field, but that day of graduating college and playing for a championship. I mean, I, I would hope that that would be, even though we lost, I would it's hope still that that would be one of their best, best days that they've experienced so far. So then you, you know, obviously you take a break for. Maybe you, like as you, as you said earlier, it doesn't stop for you. But uh, I'm no. sure the players, you know, there was maybe a week or two there where last thing on their mind was baseball. Yeah. And then you know now it's the we're we're gonna come back in. Here's summer workouts, and then right they're yeah, gonna so come I to was, you in the fall. I was away. Obviously, I was recruiting and stuff in the summertime, and we had uh, tournaments and games here, stuff like that. And then whenever school started in the fall, you know, obviously we had our fall season, our practices, inner squads, and. Um, we did a green versus white World Series, and we played two games against Wheeling mm-hmm. in the fall. And then after that, you know, the guys they uh, hit the weights. They were in the weight room, stuff like that, all the way up until uh, the week after Thanksgiving, because they had a uh, they had their we had, they had a set schedule for their for their weightlifting mm-hmm. and their their hitting and their throwing groups it was all set for them to do it on their own. But then whenever we came back from Thanksgiving. We took away the baseball stuff. We said, hey, just get your workout in. Now's your time to focus even more on your academics. You know, so if you need to go to study groups, if you need to turn in some extra credit, if a teacher's allowing you to make up an assignment or you're just preparing for finals, we'll get our workout in for our bodies. But then don't worry about the baseball stuff. You hit your books. And then a week after that for finals, we didn't do anything. If you want to get working on your own, you want to take a, if you had downtime, if you want to take a break, clear your mind. That's fine, but I'm not. Nothing's mandatory at this point because of uh, your finals. Mm-hmm. Then they had uh, Christmas break. Obviously, you know we came back, started practicing. You know we were uh, got off to a little bit of a slow start, but we we won our last three games in Myrtle. 
you know, we scored double digit runs in both games, and then we're in then the situation now you're right in the now, now we're uh, here. Yeah. So let's start. So this is the the graduating class of twenty twenty. Your senior group was yeah. was it's a, it's a big number for you guys. Yeah, we have uh, we had about seven or eight guys that that would have been graduating last week. And yeah. now, have you? I, I know there's part of this that because their season was cut short, there is a right. So what they did was for NCAA for spring sport athletes, they they were given an additional year of eligibility. And how many of how many of your guys? All of them. So you have. I love it. I you can't, have a full. I can't wait. You have basically two senior groups that are gonna that have played together already. Right now. And get another year together. Right now, uh, if we had if we had senior day right now, I, th- I believe the number would be fourteen. We'd have uh, for senior for our senior class class of twenty twenty one. It's gonna be a little bit. It's gonna be bigger. Yeah. But you know, it's um, I I can't wait. You know, I'm excited not only from a. Uh, from a baseball standpoint, but from having those guys back. Yeah. You know, because, you know, like I said, I got hired in November of 2018. So all of the, we'll just use the juniors, for example, because those are the guys that are now seniors. You know, I would have had another whole year with them, you know, and then for that year to get cut short and then for them all to come back. Now, so next year's seniors are still seniors, though. They're not going to, they don't gain. No, they do. But they knowledge. can choose to – so, like, some of the other schools in the conference might be running into where they have upperclassmen that are deciding right. so to take for, that. So, for example, if I were a senior – if I were a junior right now mm-hmm. and I was scheduled to graduate class of 2021 like normal, I would have an additional year of eligibility that I could use at grad school here or elsewhere for one year. Now they still have to follow the twelve credit hours as a right. maintain as a full time student to be a right. Well, the graduate the things for graduate school in regards to playing while graduate student are a little bit different than uh, the undergraduate. Okay, but uh, they would they would still be able to play for that one last year because of uh, the the pandemic the, that we're in right now. So, as we're talking about the guys that kind of didn't have a season, we're talking about the younger guys that didn't have a season but are now. You're, they're your seniors. They're the guys coming out of high school that are getting recruited. Yeah. I've seen kind of a couple through the so, through social media. I've yeah, seen. A, I mean, the thing about recruiting is that recruiting never stops. You know, recruiting always, always, always goes on. So even before you know the pandemic hit and before um, seasons were canceled mm-hmm. and stuff like that, we were we were obviously recruiting, but we still had guys that had committed. And that we're coming in, you know. Now, once that is that slowed things down for a lot of people. Obviously, we like I said, we kept recruiting, but um, some of the recruits that we've had were, were committed and coming before, you know, before it hit. Well, when you said, uh, well, off the air, you said that it was there was a three week process from March thirteenth coming back to yeah. al- well almost three weeks where yeah, you didn't like, know was there going to be a be, season right or? because the initially it was postponed. You know, so I didn't know if I don't know if they postponed it to ease into the cancellation, but you turn on ESPN and stuff was getting canceled left and right. You know, you for knew us to be for us to be postponed was hey, maybe we have a chance to play, but I think 
I can speak for a lot of people in the United States that at March 13th, we really didn't know what we were getting into. No. We had no idea. I think that we started to get an idea that week because of, hey, Big Ten tournament canceled, SEC tournament canceled, Rudy Gobert at Utah Jazz. Gets it. And and then NBA, you're literally in the layup line, and they say this game's postponed, and Mm. people go off the court. So then I think at that point, that week that we were at Myrtle Beach, a lot of people were like, all right, so what's really happening here? Like, how is this? What's what's going on? So, now, did that affect your guys so travel-wise, obviously? Was there any no, issues no, getting back? No, we had no we, – honestly, we had no issues at all, Think you know, thankfully. We, um, we played from Sunday through Thursday, and we came back. We left early Friday morning to come back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the young men had to be off of campus – you know, the next day by noon, so they were able to collect things, and some guys were able to get away. Some guys were able to organize transportation and stuff like that. But um, everything, for the most part, went smooth. So um, the people that worked in student life, and you know, my athletic director, my supervisor, stuff like that, they helped me. And you know, for the most part, to my knowledge, at least, everything went smooth as far as the young men being able to get get here, get their things, and, and then get they, and then to go, and then to get home, and and then be with family, and and then. Um, now, have you been in – are there Zoom conference calls going oh, yeah. on with the, with been, the players? I've been uh, – from that point, probably from that point on up until last week, it's been weekly uh, group – I have I did it by group, uh, by position. Okay. So I did it by position with uh, weekly uh, group FaceTimes, mm-hmm. uh, checking up on, you know, how their families are doing, how their uh, – Because, I mean, right now it's, it's not just about the – it's not just about no, baseball. It's just it's are you okay – are you? What are we? Yeah. What, what are we doing school-wise? My biggest thing, from the time that we got back from Myrtle Beach up until today, honestly, was um, making sure that their well-being was all right. Make sure their things were okay at home, um, and then making sure that they had access to campus. Making sure they were able to communicate with their instructors and advisors through email. Um, if there's anything that I needed to do for them, you know, as a middleman, if it's hey, I have a coach, I'm having trouble reaching my communications instructor okay let me see if I can help out mm-hmm. you know stuff like that but um everything for the most part I have to say it went it went um went smooth we had a we had a plan from the institution on down through the coaches and everything like that we had a plan and I think for the most part to my knowledge and what you know I know of everything was executed executed pretty well so I think that uh, in regards to Bethany College I think we handled it you know, oh I, I don't think that I mean, it's a tough one. It's a tough decision for right. us. It's completely foreign for everybody. Yeah. You know, so I think that, you know, handling it the best that you can and making decisions that you feel are in the best interest of the young men and women that go here and mm-hmm. then the institution as a whole. And the, and not just that, but it was a – I feel that that decision with the way that we are as a town here. Right. It It's not just about the students at that point. It's about the students and the community itself because of the age that's here and whatnot. I think the college did a really good job of saying, like, hey, just be smart. If you're going to come back to campus, come back, get your stuff. And go. And go. For Um, sure. The one thing, though, about uh, the one (laughs) I actually spoke to somebody about this. The one thing I learned about myself is that empty nest is a real thing because it was, you got to think, we were together, you know, in. In Myrtle Beach for a week, we had games every night, and then it was like, "All right, see you later." And, and that's then, it. But you still have, but you come, but you go to your spring trip knowing that when we get back, we still have, we had our conference schedule, 
You know, we only played 13 games, so we had another, you know, 20-so to go. And it's like, all right, well, we got to go home. Well, see it's you like, later. And it's, like, gone. And I'm like, man, this is... And you're just sitting there going, man. Sitting here. Well, I saw some of your tweets that, you know, I've never, yeah. I've never thought this was real, but... No. It's, I mean, like, as a baseball player growing up, I, I every day of my life I miss playing baseball. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. You know, but now it's like I miss coaching baseball, but I miss the young man that I'm coaching more than the game. You know, I can the game is accessible. Even if I was doing something else with my career, with my life, the game was always accessible. And now but it's coaching kind of is not wrong. always accessible. And the and the young man that you're coaching, it's like all right, see ya. And, and it's on pause right, right now. So your you're nest, just... so your nest goes from thirty guys to. Nobody. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, let's lead into the now in August. Bethany has announced the plan is we're coming back. And if I statistically and from the left field loonies information that I got, we have a pitcher on the staff that, you know, surpassed the 100 strikeouts. You have you have guys coming back on that side. What is the goal coming into next year with with the guys coming back with the guy, the new guys coming in? What is, if you were sitting here right now, what's the goal come this time next year? Be conference champions. Now, is there – I know there's a couple games that I want to get to on the schedule that I, that I particularly want to talk to you about. Is there a particular conference opponent that you – I mean, W&J seems to, is the top dog. Mm-hmm. Is that the measuring stick? Or was a game against, like – I know we talked about the Wheeling Jesuit, the two games there. That's a, you know, Division two school. To a um, which the what is your measuring stick for where where are where you guys were maybe from um, the first couple games before the spring break trip that then when you get into the conference play, who's the measuring stick in the conference? Is it W and J or is there somebody else? Well, there? I mean, it's they've had they've had years upon years of success. So in this this region of the country in Division Three baseball, they're definitely one of the top programs. Mm-hmm. So if we were to play them, you know, and, and perform well, that would definitely be good for us in regards to whoever else that we have to play. You know, so as far as them being the measuring stick, I mean, you could say that just because of their success, but um, I, really don't, I really don't know. I think that we need to be our own measuring stick. And what I mean by that is that we can't worry about everything else that's going on. You know, we have to take care of ourselves. And then if we take care of ourselves each and every day, then we're going to put ourselves in a position to succeed. Now, obviously, you know, if, if everybody in the conference is playing on a Tuesday after your game, you're going to see who did what. And you're looking. Right, you're looking. yeah. I mean, everybody does. But we can't be in the dugout thinking, excuse me, hey, so-and-so won today. Oh, man, we got to win. We got to win regardless. Well, and that's so. And was that kind of a thing last year with last year's team? Is that it wasn't about anybody else? It's what are we going to do today? Right. Um, that was that was really the message was playing complete baseball, playing winning baseball. Like I'll take the twenty nineteen season for mm-hmm. example. Is trying to motivate them and trying to get them to believe that we can win. You know. So I mean, it's. Obviously, going out and playing a game and scoring more runs than the other team is how you win a game, but you have to learn how to win as a program. So there's going to be close close games that you end up losing where you look back and say, oh, we should have won that. But you have to learn how to win. 
And I think that um, early in the year, in 2019, we won games and we came back. It was an instance we came back from Myrtle Beach. I'm sorry, Florida, 11-4. and four. And then we had a doubleheader against St. Vincent and we won both. And I told the guys after the game, and I said, listen, winning two out of, we've won two out of three against St. Vincent. So regardless of what happens the next game, we've won the series. Like, that's a great job. I was like, we're two and one in conference. We're 13 and four overall. And I said, everybody knows that I'm a new coach. I'm new to you guys. You guys are new to me. But surprising teams is now over. I said, yeah. we've played 17 games. We're 13 and four and we're two and one in conference. I said, you're going to start to get everybody's best punch from here on out. You know, and, and we went into, not only say a skid, but we had some, we struggled a little bit the next couple of weeks after that. And then we beat, uh, we beat W&J at home. Mm-hmm. And we were eight and eight in conference with eight games to go. So I told him, I said, guys, you know, I, I told you guys earlier in the year that we might get to a position where we're right in the middle of this. And I said, we're eight and eight with eight games left. You know, so and what happened was we ended up winning six of our last eight. We got in on a tiebreaker, which was, you know, to the last day. And, um, you know, it was frustrating to lose, you know, our last conference series. We split a doubleheader on senior day. And then the next day we were up big and we ended up losing. And that's the perfect example of learning how to win, learn how to win games. You know, if you're up by six, seven, eight runs, you still got to play the game. But that mm-hmm. should be a game that we should win. And we've all been a part of if you've played the game long enough, we're on both sides of comebacks, you know, and um, we were on the wrong side that at that point, but, you know, we were able to get in on a tiebreaker. And then for us to get in on a tiebreaker and then to lose the first one and win both on Elimination Day. But as a whole, you know, getting young men to believe is one thing, but getting them to believe and then they can see their fruits of their labor, in this case, winning games, they're going to believe more, they're going to buy in more and stuff like that. And I think that, that was a big thing going from 2019 to 2020 that these seniors knew that, hey, my junior year ended losing championship. Yeah. We got to get back. We got to win it. You know, and I think that that is probably, I think that's the number one thing driving these seniors to come back is, hey, my junior year ended losing a championship. My senior year could end due to a pandemic. And it's, hey, if I'm going to come back, and not win a championship. I want to do it playing, not because of of, of a pandemic. So mm-hmm. so it was immediate. I was surprised. And, and how quick. I know that my guys joke around a lot. <laughs> but literally, before we got off the bus, they're like, Coach, we're coming back. And I'm like, all right. Like, Coach, we're coming back. And I'm like, all right. And then, like, as, like, two weeks later, like, hey, so what do I need to do for my schedule? And I'm like, oh. Oh, you're, <laughs> like, you're, you're coming back. <laughs> like, you're really coming back. And then it didn't really hit me. Like, I knew they were coming back. We had talked about schedules and all that kind of stuff. But it didn't really hit me until I watched the virtual commencement and realized that none of their names were called. And I was like, okay, they're really coming back. So now you're... So now it's like, we like for them to, for them to, to a certain extent, put their lives on hold, the rest of their lives, the next stage, I'll say that. I'll say that for them to essentially put the next stage of their life on hold to come back to... Focus on winning a championship with one goal for a group of young men to do that. You know, I, I can't wait to get back to work with them because I, I really I really believe that if we can take care of ourselves and get get back to championship day and win, this is, they'll have this for the rest of their lives. And that's what I look at 
obviously, you know, you want to play games, you want to win. There's no mm-hmm. doubt about it. But I look at, you know, seven years after graduation when someone gets married, what are you going to talk about? And they're and the group's together and they're talking yeah, right. about it. Right. Remember when we didn't get our season for the pandemic and then came back? Right. So, you know, obviously it's it's fun and exciting to think about those things, but there's but it's a whole all about, lot of work that has to be done to get there. And my and the thing that that I enjoy the most is that they're willing to work, number one, and number two, they believe it. So I think I think that losing a championship is never good or never fun. But getting there and losing, it's uh, they can look in the mirror and say, "Hey, we can, we can, we can do this." You know, I think they, I think that as much as I believe in them, they believe in themselves. So there, there's really one game on the schedule that I kind of I have to ask you about. It's yeah. just a, it's it's I saw it and I I got excited. Right. I know Franciscan is scheduled. Yeah. And that means that it'll be. Coach Carver's yeah. first time back in Bison. Is, it's it's going to be here the well, first a, one? Or? It's a three-game series, so either the doubleheader will be here or the single nine will be here. But one of at least one of the three will be here. So I think this will be his first time back up here since he and that, since he I mean, obviously, it's it's still we go on, you go on the field every game, as you said. It's it's We're gonna, not only to win, but to win the right way and everything. Right. But is there a little bit – I mean, I know I'm assuming some of the guys are probably – you're looking at Carver across the way. It's a little bit of added motivation, but but is there anything for you as a competitor that like that's the guy that was here before you? No, and- no, not there's. I mean, I've met him a couple of times. You know, I I have nothing bad to say about him. You know, we've talked a few times at different uh, showcases and stuff and and stuff like that. You know, so um, I don't. There's nothing, you know, personal. I'm just trying to score more runs than the other team, <laughs> you know. But uh, I've never, honestly, I've never been in that position that I've coached against or played against, you oh. know, a former coach or or stuff, something like that. So that'll be different from for me, knowing that even though it wasn't me, a lot of the guys in the dugout at one time played for him. So, I mean, my motivation to win the game will be that it's a conference opponent. Well, it's opponent number one. And, and they are number, a conference. Opponent. And number two, they'll be in, they'll be in our conference, so that'll be my motivation to win, you know, to win to to beat them. But that's my motivation to beat anybody, anybody else, else in, the other, in the other dugout too, you know. So there's nothing um, like that. Now we talked we talked when the camp before we started all this. So Beast of these was supposed to be here, and there's yeah, it, it, and there's there's other collegiate as you've talked about before, so far. There's other collegiate tournaments. Or high school tournaments high school, that yeah. are showcases for the collegiate level. Right. So we have um, um, originally we had five. It was BC the East was one weekend, and then we had four other ones. Um, the other four are still still on. Atlantic Coast Baseball is organizing those tournaments, so the other ones are still on. But okay. BC, BC the East has decided to cancel due to the uh, COVID nineteen. But um, now are there are there rules for you? I, I mean, obviously you're here. Right. Well, I'm here. I mean, obviously, I'm seeing the game, but um, you know, I'm concession stand, parking, scoreboard, fix the mound between games. I'm not. I mean, obviously, you're. If there's, it depends on what age group is playing. I know. Um, I spoke with a gentleman earlier in the uh, in the in January, January or February. Him and I spoke, and he asked what age group I wanted. So I asked for the older ones, and then that way I can, you know, watch the game and take notes or circle people's names and stuff like that so I can begin the recruiting process for the, for next. the next year. Okay. You know, so so the big thing is um, 
I mean, I don't mind hosting the younger age group because it's still fundraising for our program. Mm -hmm. But um, if I can get, you know, 17-year-olds, guys that are going into their senior year. And that you can get eyes on then now. It, then it's a two-for-one. But either way, you know, to watch these young men that, are, that have aspirations to play in college, you know, they're, they're playing on a college field. You know, there's other college coaches that have come. You know, if there's a young mm -hmm. man that they've been recruiting and he's like, hey, coach, you know, I'm pitching at Bethany Saturday at 8 a.m., it may come down and sit in the press box and we may talk and stuff like that. So it's it's neat. But um, definitely more so for the older group. But if there's some younger guys out there playing, it's not a bad thing. You know, it's it's fun to watch. I mean, I was them at one point. Yeah, and it's exciting. You know, it's exciting. I, it's, it's yeah. exciting at all levels of, right. of the of, of the sport. Um, well, Coach, is there anything else? If you were an incoming freshman or somebody that's potentially interested in coming to Bethany College, is there any message that you'd like to have, that, have for um, them or – Baseball players that might be interested in the program. Bethany College would be the place to come, get a quality education, win baseball games, win championships. That's our goal. I like that. I like that. Well, this has been Dingo Talk. I am Carla Guadagnino. This is Coach Justin Thomas, the head baseball coach at Bethany College. Um, make sure you hit like and subscribe on the YouTube page, and we'll be back. You gotta move if you want to chase greatness. Judge, let them ridicule. They can't damage you. You're unbreakable. You're already blessed. You're already thriving. Time for the next level. Wake the sleeping giant. Don't tweet about it. Be about it. When they watch your real life, they can see about it. They can talk all they want on your timeline. If they follow you, they just a fan on the sideline. If you want to be the best and reach legend standing, gotta sacrifice. Much more demanding. Long nights, early mornings, you might feel stranded. It's all worth it in the end when rewards handed. Cut the chit chat. Where your focus at? Hear the tick tick. Clock is on your back. Now is your time. Put yourself on the map. Keep up the pace if you want to be great. You are powerful. No need to speak now. Unstoppable. Any challenge beat down. Strong belief. Hard work. That's the basics. That's what you got to do if you want to catch greatness. Oh, my little